welcome to episode 80 of Book Off Banter, first one of 2023. Um, we hope you've all had a really, really lovely Christmas. I will just dive in and say we had an absolute shocker. Um, it started on Christmas Eve morning. Henry'd had a sleepover at his um, grandparents and he came into our bedroom literally white as a sheet and said, I've been sick twice. And, you know, and just like, <laughs> like the money and the time, the, especially because like I'm like a Christmas elf that you've invested in, you just think, what the fuck was all that for? That's literally just down the pan now. But I was like, it's okay, it's okay. We are probably just excited. Like, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Um, Anyway, it wasn't fine. He puked up all Christmas Eve, and then I started Christmas Eve evening. I was trying to bring the presents downstairs, but every time I had to go up the stairs, I just started to, like, sweat. I had to run to the toilet. Anyway... That lasted for six days, which is like unheard of for a vomiting bug. So that was our Christmas. It was just absolute shit, to be honest. My worst nightmare, that worst nightmare. I've got a bit of a fear of vomit, yeah. which is considered my job really fucking shit. But like, my kids are like really um, from a young age. They've become they're like quite self honestly self reliant. Is that the right word? But they like have learned not to come to me if they feel sick or if they're going to be sick. So they've always just taken themselves off the toilet and like been sick in the toilet and stuff. So yeah, I'm terrible with anything like that. And if there's a chance I might get a stomach bug, be sick myself. Oh my god, I get so panicky. So actually, yeah, I that, used to be like that, that. but I'm not as bad now. Like maybe because we've just been ill quite a lot. Um, to the point where Ben's sister in well I suppose she's my sister-in-law as well she is pregnant and they have now decided that they're not going to see us until the babies arrive because we've given them so many vomiting bugs yeah yeah I kind of get that to be honest I kind of get that because being pregnant and ill is even worse isn't it yeah so we're clearly like deemed a public health risk um you probably got like cross on your door like they used to put with the plate oh literally it was it was like that. It was just so grim. What about you? So Christmas was far like lovely. So we had, I worked Christmas Eve night. So I was on a night shift. Um, and then I came home and I did the horses and I thought, well, I won't have a nap. I'll just try and push on through. Um, and I was starting to feel a bit weird in the afternoon. Like, so I just basically didn't know what time it was or anything. I went down to like, the horses. Hey, but yeah, Christmas Day was lovely. We had a nice day. I've got one of my Christmas presents on now. So I've got an Udi. Very fancy. Um, I got, it's very, we all got one actually. Sam bought sort of, including himself. Um, and then I got, um, is it a Pivo? Was it Prince oh, Pivo? Yeah. The, the camera system. So yeah, I got those. They were my two main presents. And then I got I'm like smellies and stuff like know. that. So obviously, Soap um, and Glory. Of course, I got Soap and Glory. I get Soap and Glory every single year. Um, so yeah, I got a big tub of soap and glory. Um, Oscar got me a bobble hat, and I unwrapped it. I was like, "Oh, great!" Because like, my my other one is really knackered and old. And then I actually put it on to pop into town. It's amazing! It's the best bobble hat I've ever seen. It's the best bobble hat ever. Like it's got like this lovely lining, so it doesn't like, drag on my hair. Oh, I love it! I adore it. And I got some. I got my first pair of slippers. I've Your never had a pair of slippers, slippers? before. <gasps> That's, My that's first weird. I've never, before. never. Um, so anyway, I, I live used to in Paris Quite a fancy pair. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, it did very well on the present front. And then we had um, the most exciting time ever, when my horses basically became uh, social media famous for all the wrong reasons. Okay. Um, so it's the, the bank holiday after Christmas <clears throat> and my horses live out. And at the back of ours is an airfield, which I ride yeah. on. And you can't get, there's one gateway off this. Uh, no, I like two gateways off this air, airfield, but both of them are always locked, uh, sort of like at, at night and stuff like that. <clears throat> anyway, 
husband went out, let the dogs out at like half five, six in the morning. And he looks out, the horses are in the field. Fine, because they were at the back of the house. I go back out at eight o'clock. I think I'll just grab them in. I'll go for a ride. My horses aren't in the field. Okay, okay. so they've got electric fence. They've got electric fence in. Um, they some there was one part of it which was up against the hedge, and I hadn't electrified that bit. They got through this bit and squeezed along like this inch, like between the hedge and this electric fence in, to get to this like footbridge that my husband's made, which is basically wide enough for one person. They've all crossed this footbridge. You know that if you were ever on a hack and you asked them to cross that footbridge, not a chance would they do it. Yeah, not right. a chance. And then. Um, Anyway, they've then gone on to the airfield at the back of us. So I'd gone out, and because I was only going to grab them in, I'd have my phone with me. So without thinking, I thought, oh, for fuck's sake, you know, I'm going to... So I grab the head collars, run onto the airfield. And um, I, I'm, like, running across the thing, and unbeknown to me, they'd gone over to the far side. They couldn't get onto a road. It was quite safe. They, they were in at the edge of a farmer's field, on the edge of this far the thing, and they could be seen by a road. And someone had spotted them and put, oh, loose horses. Tried to contact me. Tried, co- tried to contact the farmer's field it belonged to. He tried to contact me, so he knew it was me. Obviously couldn't get hold of me. So in the meanwhile, this person thought, oh, well, I know what I'll do. I'll put a post on all things horsey Suffolk, saying there's three loose horses in Weatherden. Did this this pose all things the horsey in Suffolk three loose horses blah blah. Meanwhile, I'm crossing the airfield to get to them, and the farmer drives down. He's like, "Oh, your horses are over there. Don't worry." He said, "There's a lovely girl at the back of us who's horsey." She said, "She's caught them. We've opened the gate. We've taken to her yard, um, and they're in a, one of her paddocks. Don't worry about it." So, jump in his car. We drive across, get my horses. The period of time that this must have happened. How did you get them was back? About Sorry? Did, did you have to lead them back? Yeah, we just let Yeah, it wasn't far away. Okay. It basically it's really weird though because where our house is in relation to this it to this um airfield is it's behind like some woodlands. So people could see the loose horses, but they couldn't see that they'd come from us, if you know what I mean, because they don't know we're there. So yeah. it just looked like these horses just wandering around on the on this farmer's land. And they would, because they wouldn't have known where we were, if you know what I mean. So anyway, I go over, I collect these horses. In this period of time maximum that I'm leading these horses back, it must have been 30 minutes. <clears throat> I get back, my phone's kind of exploded. Okay, because obviously this post arrived, people have tried to tag me, other people have tried to call me. Complete strangers have tried to call me through Messenger. I don't know why they felt the need to do that, you know? So like, yeah, all this shit's been going down. I'm like, oh, anyway. When I'd gone and caught the horses, when I'd gone and got the horses back, this girl that had put the post up on what the All Things Horses Suffolk had said, don't worry, I'll take the post down, it'll be fine. Yeah. So she took the post down away, you think that would be fine? No. Some people had screenshot the post and then shared it. <sighs> so when it was taken down, when other people just shared the post and it got taken down, it disappeared. Yeah. The people had screenshot it and then shared it obviously it hadn't disappeared Mm -hmm. so for the rest of that day up until about eight o'clock at night I was getting texts and messages from people saying do you think Vince was like I've gone viral pretty much pretty much I was but the worst it was like these the bloody animals you know they hadn't gone far for a start they were safe it was just the fact that people couldn't work out where they'd come from. And the period of time that it had taken me to get them was actually really short. Yeah. It was just that these people had then screenshot this post. And it just made me laugh. Like, like someone messaged me, messaged me at half seven at night and said, are these your horses? And I said, well, yeah, they were. I said, but have you seen the time on that post? I said, they've been home for hours. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, oh, I was just, uh, and then um, I went to work on the Monday not on the Monday, I went to work, what day was it? I can't remember what, I think it was the first day I went to work and one of the girls at work was laughing. She she lives just outside Ipswich, which is a good 17 miles away from me. And she said, oh yeah, yeah, the post has turned up on someone I know's page. Out, just outside Ipswich, like yeah. what good is that? What yeah. good is sharing 20 miles away from where the horses were? Like They're not going to wander 20 miles overnight, are they? Yeah. It wasn't even overnight. 
it was literally like I think it must have been about an hour there they were on there but oh my god it was just it was one of those things when people just get a little bit frenzied yeah say on social media and I can say the people that helped me the people that you know the the the, the guy that works for the farmer that came over drove over and realized he, they were my horses the girl that had caught them got taken her head collars for the two that didn't have head collars on obviously Vince lives in a head collar and they'd caught them I cannot fault them what anything they did at all yeah. you know and we're just sharing it trying to help um but the best of it was that I think it was something like as soon as the post went up I think I was tagged about three times. Now, obviously, I couldn't respond to the tags. So I did it on my phone with me. So then for people to keep sharing it, even though it was quite obvious, the owner, and I think yeah. the book, owner found or something like that. So the fact that people kept sharing it and screenshotting it and sharing it, and it was just, oh. That happens all the time, it. though, I think, on social media. Like, people will say, like, post a problem, and then the problem is clearly resolved, but everyone else is, like, carries on, and you're like, what, what? Like, the problem has been solved now, like it's sorted yeah. I know it's completely gone it just made me laugh that someone would then share it like seven o'clock at night like when it was quite obviously it occurred in the morning because you kind of think to yourself I should hope that the owner's been found by now or the horses are safe by yeah. now you know what you know it was just so it, it did make me giggle and it made me laugh like when it turned up because we always laugh about the ones when we always say that you know when um people share things and that when there's always some kind of person goes, um, this was in America. Yeah. And I said, it would not surprise me if someone has shared it. There's probably a yeah. Suffolk in America. My horses are probably circulating on there now. It's almost like the 52 thoroughbreds yeah. in the home. Absolutely. <laughs> I got tagged like so that. many times in that. Um, so, yeah, yeah that, that was... That. Well, I think... I think that sounds like Vince has clearly decided his New Year's resolution is to become an internet sensation. So he's made a good start with that, hasn't he? He can knob off doing that. <laughs> so, yeah, we realised that how they'd got onto the airfield. There's like one little track, which is how, how I ride on and off. and when, how they, So they'd crossed this bridge, gone all the way around and gone down this little track. So I've had to put, we've put slit rails now across this track. So Vince will just jump in now. Well, this is the problem is we've done these slip rails and I put it on my on my Instagram and loads of people went. That looks like a nice jump. So it's like, please don't. Please yeah. don't. So um yeah, so before I ride, and the best of it was, like I probably if I'd left them at slip rails, you probably would have just jumped them. But when I rode them today, took the slip rails down. And today I just put them on the floor instead of moving them to the side and see how the biggest shit fits about these slip rails having to step yeah. over them. Like you crossed a fucking bridge, a footbridge that yeah. my husband met without even thinking about it. And you won't even step over these slip rails. That's the thing. They're bastards, aren't they? Like, they, exactly what they're yeah, they're so unreasonable. Yeah, mine have all had like so much time off, obviously, because of the ice. And then I decided, oh, look, I'll just give them a couple more days off to get past Christmas. And then obviously I got ill. And oh, God, bringing pancake back into it. Manny's been so civilized. Manny's just been like, Oh, that was a lovely little Christmas holiday. How festive. Oh, you want to ride me again? Okay, that's fine. Bougie has like touch wood, being quite civilised about the whole affair. Pancake's lost his mind completely. Like, he's become a raving lunatic. Like, he's he's lost all perspective. Like, I can't even... The other day, I was like, I think the best thing I do, I've never done this before on him, I'll probably not do it again, is just get up out my stirrups. Because every time I tried to sit in his back, he was just doing loads of flying changes and leaps. So I was like, maybe I'll just get up off his back. And Pan was like, oh, I understand now. So I've become a racehorse. And I was like, no, Pan, you've not become a racehorse. So I got clippers for Christmas. Um, you could- I did. I got some quiet ones so they're like not they're not like the tiny ones and they're not mm. the like normal size they're kind of like in the middle so right. I think there'll be a bit of a ball ache to do a full clip unless you clip in a complete wanker which yeah. will take you seven hours to clip anyway and then I think you'll be really grateful of the fact that it might only yeah. take you six um I didn't get my show shirts so I am going mm. into the new year smelly and grim oh no 
Or mm-hmm. you just buy your own. Maybe. And then you can get the ones you wanted all along. Yeah. Probably the best thing. So that's good. Done yeah. your favour. I put, I did put a new pair of Crocs, these platform Crocs. And then about two days before Christmas, I started panicking because I looked at a picture of them again and I thought, I don't like them. I don't want them. And so I was like, oh, no, what if he's got them for me? And I'm like, and he luckily didn't get me them. Even though they were on your PowerPoint? They were on my PowerPoint. I didn't get the new bridal for Jazzy either. <gasps> but I did very, very well. So, But I'm he didn't complete. respect I'm... the PowerPoint. I knew I wasn't going to get everything on the PowerPoint. The whole point of it is that he picked stuff off it. Yeah, no, so I, I get what I want. Thing. Like, it's a surprise. Yeah. I was very yeah. pleased with what. Oh. That's exactly what I do. Um, I didn't get everything on my list, but that's like, that's what I expect because I write a big list because I don't like to know exactly what I'm getting. Um, yeah. yeah. I actually put down to talk about. So, um, Ben's parents decided that they were going to buy Seb a rocking horse. For Christmas, um, like a nice a nice rocking horse. So I started looking um online for like a second hand one. I mean, fuck mm-hmm. me sideways. At like the price, uh, like in say, like you could buy a real a life, horse? yeah, like it's mental. Yeah. But then it was it made me giggle because like it was like looking for a real horse in the end because. Then I was like, oh, that one's that one's in Rolker. Like, I, I can't have a rocking horse that's overbent like that. Like, it's totally <laughs> behind the vertical. And then there'd be, like, loads where, Are like, they all- I mean, some more than others. There was somewhere, honestly, like, the chins were on the chest, and I was like, it's unnatural. I can't have that. Um, yeah. And then, like, for the price people want for them, they would, like, not put how big they were. And I was like... I felt like I was doing that, you know, where you're like height, age, like price. I was do I was like sending these messages and I was laughing at myself because I was thinking like, this is a toy. And I'm basically like, has it been to Pony Club before? Like, has it seen like has it seen traffic? Um, but to be fair, I want the bloody thing to have seen traffic for the amount. Um, and then like loads of them, then I went down another rabbit hole of like loads of them didn't have a saddle or a bridle. And then oh. I'm like, how's he going to stay on if it's just like him slithering about on like a wooden horse? Yeah. So then I'm like, you can get some, you? Well, yeah. So then I was like, maybe, I, maybe I'll buy it some tack. But then yeah. the tack's really expensive. So then I'm like, now if, it, if it's got tack in, and I was on, I was like, literally, this has become a real, yeah. A real pony, real, real pony finds. You yeah, would probably, probably spend. I'm finding a real pony. I think it would have been easier. And then it's like transport, like because with a real horse, you know, if it's if it's like quite far, well, you'll just get a transporter or you'll go with a lorry. Whereas you're not going to go with a lorry for like a whole a toy horse, but equally they're big. So like you're not going to fit it like in the back of a corset. Anyway, no. that was my rocking horse shenanigan. Um did you find yeah, they bought him such a lovely one. Um, the seller was most unhelpful, to be fair, so I actually didn't want to buy it through, just out of spite. But um, luckily, they're far more sensible than me, and they ignored me and bought a really nice one. Um, oh, my God, actually, right. that's that's another thing in itself. So, Is it a dapple grey one? Yeah. Um, yeah, because I always want a dapple grey one. I'm going to take a photo. I'll, I'll use a photo of it for um, this pod episode. Because yeah. it looks like a British tourist, because Seb likes to rest his head on the horse's mane while it rocks, but he doesn't oh. like he doesn't like the itch of the mane. So Ben's mum has sellotaped a white handkerchief down the horse's mane. So it looks like it's wearing, you know, one of those like where people used to knot a hanky on the head. <laughs> And I feel like this horse is like really pretty and it's gone from like, you know, being really regal looking to now it's just like fucking look at the state of me. Well, it was an coming into your house, basically. It's looking not to be sick by the sounds of it. So 
it very much was actually i think everything else has been sicked on anyway um so i thought because i was just really really shit with the um the last competition that we ran with the FOMO one we got loads of like really good entries um that usually i would have like commented and stuff on but i was just either vomiting myself or cleaning up vomit um so i thought we would share a few on the podcast because i thought it was a shame they were really good yeah so this was um what your horse would buy for you sarah spice said that hers would buy her another horse so that it could just sleep and eat in the field all day she is the laziest <laughs> warm blood on the planet i think a lot of them would probably go for that though wouldn't they that absolutely but happy when he saw jazz turn up and he's like hang on a minute she's still riding me as much as ever this isn't what i was planning <laughs> um Oh, someone wanted to do reverse gifting and they wanted Vince under their Christmas tree. Well, lots of people want, wanted Vince. Uh, Carolyn A. Kester wanted Vince. Maybe that's she, where he was going. It was Jazzy. <laughs> they were like, well, oh, Caroline. Should have to have okay, high good. fences to keep him. <laughs> that's maybe what she, where they were going, the people that were seeing it. There's a few actually people whose horses would buy them another horse so they could retire um <laughs> uh, nicolette equestrian fitness douglas would buy her a voucher for an activity they could do together like segways that made me giggle because i think that's like a pan <laughs> that would be like a pan type thing he'd be like let's like do something like out there like you know rock climbing or <laughs> um she also calls her fell a fell end, which I thought was absolutely amazing. And then she said Panda would get her an inflatable suit of armour so that she could wrestle with him because he can't understand why she finds his teeth first method of communication offensive. Yeah. Actually, to be fair, I wish Jazzy would buy one of those because he just bloody barges me out the way and stuff. He just, oh, actually, drives me mad. Bougie does this thing I was telling Ben it's really I've never known another horse do it and like I guess technically it's really rude um but I don't think he means it for bad but he like kind of smacks into your head with his muzzle like and I know that sounds quite aggressive but he, I think he's doing it in like an affectionate way but also uh, nearly renders you unconscious you know what I mean yeah yeah absolutely the other day with Jazzy, I was so I was so cross the other day. They they're in the front field now, which is the closest one to the stables, because the weather's been quite shit. They've been coming in quite a bit, and um, so I'd put the feeds in, and Jazzy like appeared at the gates. So I thought, oh, he wants to come in first, which is I think quite a normal assumption to make. Should a horse appear at the gate, the other yeah. two were there as well. You think, oh, I'll just get him first. Turns out actually I was completely wrong. Um, he. I put him in his stable and he suddenly realised he was in first and thought, I don't want to be in first. Luckily, he comes out, he barged past me. And luckily, it was it's like um, a tape gate, if you know what I mean. It's an electric fencing gate with a handle. Yeah. And he attempted to jump it, didn't quite make it, but luckily just pulled the gate down. Yeah. And then all three of them just appeared across the field. I was like, you absolute dick. Do you know what I mean? Why come to the gate, come in first, to then behave like that? Yeah. I called them... I called them all rude words. I did the other costly. day with, with Bouge because he smacked me in the head the first time and I was kind of like, he, he didn't mean it. So I just was like, Bougie. But then he did it twice again in like fairly rapid succession. I was starting to feel like I'd done 10 rounds with Mike Tyson. I was like, can you fucking yeah. give that a rest? Like, and then he looked at me like, well, my head's always at the end of my neck. Like, what do you want me to do about it? It's like, keep it away from yeah. fucking mine. How about that? <laughs> Chancellor, my old boy, he has this thing that he does. If you've got a jacket on, you know you have them elasticated toggles at the bottom yeah. of a jacket. You know the ones. If you've got one of those on, you you cannot wear that in a stable with him. Because what he does is when you're not looking, he gets the toggle and he pulls it and he pulls it and pulls it and then he lets it go so they wax you on your leg. And he knows it. I swear down, he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, you have to take the jacket off. You're like, oh, shit, I'll take this coat off. It's so good with him. But yeah. They're funny, yeah, aren't they? Um, 
So, oh, this one, this one sounds a little bit like Vince. Kick on Kill Corner says, Freya would get me a signed photo of herself jumping out the paddock, sassy diva that she is. Yeah, that definitely sounds like Vince. Definitely. Oh, God. Don't, we don't talk about that. Christmas morning, when I was driving back Christmas morning, I made a joke and I was like, I pulled up, I'll get it. I went, will I get the Christmas present of Vince being in his field? And I drove up the drive and there he was eating on the garden. I was like, no, no, there he is. He's <laughs> Oh, I think Vince feels like he would disappoint you now if he stayed. He's like, she likes it. She likes the challenge to see where I am. It's like a treasure <laughs> hunt. He convinces himself. I, it's all part of our relationship. It's all part of our banter. Oh, set fire to the rain says um, that her horse would buy her childcare for Christmas as he's sick of sharing me. I think my ch- my horses would buy me childcare, but not because they're sick of sharing me, because... They're sick of being completely terrorised by Henry on a feckin' pedal tractor. Like, little Seb, bless him, just, po- like, plods up down the barn, giving them all hay. He loves to feed them hay. He just gets to the door and says, door, and you have to open it, and he, he throws them, like, three strands of hay and then tootles off. Meanwhile, Henry's doing, like, donuts on a pedal tractor and, like, thrashing up down, and they're all, like, cowering at the back of the stables. And I was like, Hen, how about you don't do that? And he's like... If I don't do it here, where am I going to do it? Like, I don't know, but maybe it's just fucking not in here. Honestly, I also say about my kids, it's like, because Vince is really noise sensitive. Jazzy, not so. Vince is really, really noise sensitive. And my kids would be doing something like quite quietly until the second I ride past. And then they'd be like forming a marching band or so. They're like crashing and back. I'm like, every time. And like, they're just, oh. Yeah, pretty traumatised. Um, sh- so the outsized equestrian said, Shadow would buy me a therapist as I tell him I'm this close to the edge daily. I say that all the time to my kids and my horses. I am I am absolutely on wafer thin ice right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he enjoys ruining my mental health. He would also give my bank manager a stress ball in the secret Santa. Absolutely fucking amen to that. Oh, she said Dolly would buy me a oh no, Dolly would buy me a beach holiday because she's kind. Sapphire would get me something beautiful and then stamp it in the mud because she's evil. <laughs> oh I'm sure she wouldn't. Chilled Arab often sends me messages about mint because she's from Yorkshire. Um, and she said that mint would get a flat cap and a whippet for me because he's from Yorkshire. Um oh, bay stories. Oh, I was thinking, oh, that's like you because you got a pivo for um, Christmas, but her horse would get a one to finally have undeniable proof of how shite she is. <laughs> so that everyone oh. can realise how much of an angel he is for putting up with me day in, day out. Oh, bless. Yeah, well, I mean, but I couldn't read all of them because we got loads, but like ju- we got so many really good ones. And I just thought, oh, I felt really bad that I hadn't had any time really to kind of look at them or anything. Yeah, um, yeah, but thank you. So we really enjoyed. Um, we really enjoyed being able to share some bits with you, and we're going to try and do a couple more. We've got a few more um, products that we can give away. Um, hopefully in January to cheer everyone up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And some guests lined up as well. So yeah. Okay. So I just thought we would do a few. I don't do like New Year's resolutions, like none of that. Um. but I thought we would do some just little questions like new year questions so from 2022 who do you think which horse were you proudest of of yours for 2022 I am gonna say Jazzy um because number one Vince actually didn't do a lot and Vince is just Vince, and he knows that I just adore him. He only needs to exist, and I adore him. But Jazzy, you know, he hadn't done anything, and he has taken on everything I've chucked at him with yeah. a smile on his face, and he's given everything a go. He's shown this amazing attitude. Yeah, I know he's a bit of a brute on the grounds and stuff and whatever, but he is just, he's got such a good brain when he's being ridden. And he's impressed me a lot more than I thought he would do. Yeah. So, yeah, I 
and also not only did he impress me I think he's am I, is, am I the proudest of him I'm also a little bit quite getting quite excited by him too from this year yeah so yeah he's definitely the one what about you who's your proudest of I, I, if you say bougie I will <laughs> I'm really shocked I can't lie yeah don't worry he's not in the running <laughs> shockingly <laughs> he's not in the running um it was between two um it was between pancake and mint but I think it's pan like I was really proud of mint kind of similar to what you said to, with jazzy like I just thought he took everything with a really good attitude um but pan this year I mean actually the last week accepted from that um this this year I've felt for the first time like we could actually he's improved we could do a little bit more we could jump a little bit bigger he's really like he's learned things as opposed to me more just holding on as tightly as I possibly could um Uh yeah so him um do you have a best memory of 2022 do you know what I think I think the one that will probably and I'm hoping for all the right reasons with where he's going to go eventually my best memory I've actually got two one's quite a sad one obviously and one is quite a happy one um I think hoping where I think I'm going to look back I'm hoping fingers crossed manifesting when I look back at what he's achieved and I look back on that first time when I tried jazz mm-hmm. and I turned up and she tried to lunge him and it went disastrous and then I tried to get on him and it went not very well. And I think that it, especially thinking of how far he's improved in just that short time and still kept his jazziness. I think, yeah, that's the best memory of this, that I took this chance on this, you know, quite tall, quite posh looking, you know, I could see I, I, there was scope and ability in there. Don't get me wrong. You know, he's, he's very obviously a very smart horse. I'm not, I, I didn't, find a complete diamond in the rough but he, um, I think that's my best memory is that going and, and trying him and obviously my sad one was obviously obviously losing darling Polly and the reason I talk about it okay now is because it was such a peaceful end for a horse and I think if you could I think if most horse owners could pick that as a way for their horse to go I think that they would. Do you know what I mean? So although it's quite a sad memory, I'm also glad in a way. You know, she didn't go down in pain or colic or anything like that. She literally just led down in the field and went, I'm not getting back up. I'm done. And we got the vet out to her quickly and she just went to sleep. And, you know, and I know it's sad and I spent a lot of time crying because I miss her so much. But that is actually also a good death for a horse is a good memory in my opinion yeah. look at me they're in the they're in the mood slightly but <laughs> no do you know so I've been really your... pleased like this year this actually recently that I've seen so much more on social media of people saying you are not doing your horses a favor by selling them or gifting them when they are struggling with work or you know when they're mm. old and they're costing more to keep or whatever, you're not doing them a kindness. And like, honest, thank the fucking Lord, because that's always been my mentality. Yeah. And yeah. I, I feel like I was so in the minority. And, and I, I have said to loads of people that I, I actually had a conversation with my vet about it. And I said that I think a lot of people on livery yards would make a different decision if they weren't on a livery yard but they're put under so much pressure and scrutiny, you Mm. know, that they don't dare. And Mm. as a result, a lot of horses go, like fall into horrible hands. And, you know, people who promise they're going to, you know, only hack them out once a week. And then you you see that they're going around like shows butted up and stuff. I just think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more with you. Like that is a good memory because you've done right by the horse. And that's like gives you peace, doesn't it? It does, 100%, 100%. My best memory, I think, would probably be, the one that came straight to mind was um, Western Lawns, um, when we'd had, like, a really good show, but I just couldn't seem to get a double clear on both boys. Um, 
and I was really getting frustrated because I felt like they deserved it. And on the last day, um, they both jumped double clear. And it was like my friends was, were so happy for me. And yeah, like it, it just everyone, I think, knew how much I really, really wanted it. And although like it's not a big yeah, deal, yeah, you, can, yeah. you can have a good round and have four faults. Like I just had really yeah. got in my head. And then because both boys came through and they did it, I just felt honestly, I was I was genuinely nearly crying like which is stupid because it's, yeah. it's like it wasn't a big class or anything but I was just totally like emotional um and then actually do you know like li- with little wins this isn't like a best memory or anything but today like I rode bougie and he he like thought about rearing three times and he didn't and like things like that you know and you're like he's kept four feet on the floor like he was in a bit of a bad mood and he managed to stay like with me. I can love, yeah. yeah, I love moments like that. I mean, yeah. thank God. <laughs> it's, the other moments aren't that pleasurable with him. No, I was um, say, take the, with Bougie, you definitely got to take the small wing. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be quite straight. You're all going to be about the small wings with that horse. And I'm going to be honest with you. I know. Actually, the other day I was saying to Ben, God, the problem is, can't ever get rid of me because what I fuck want to talk about on this podcast. And also, who the fuck's going to buy him after I've crabbed him so badly on here? <laughs> you um, just give him another name, turn to another identity, and they'll rock up the black. Now I recognise that fringe. <laughs> I know exactly what that is. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, no, this isn't bougie. This is Fred. Like always has been. <laughs> um yeah the other day I was saying to Ben I, we were talking about taking them shows and stuff and Ben's very much team mint always has been um like even before Bougie was an absolute bell end um and uh I said to Ben imagine if we went to the first show and Bougie was amazing and mint was like a nightmare and Ben said Bougie's already been to his first show he nearly killed you he was exactly as we expected so that's not going to happen. I was like, all right, then. <laughs> negative. <laughs> yeah, you don't need that degree of negativity. So you said just block out those, that bad show and start again. That's what we said. <laughs> yeah. Give Bougie another chance to show himself. Um, okay, what do you think that you've learned? Like, what lesson have you learned this year? Um, I have definitely learned this year that uh, putting pressure on yourself to conform to what you think you should be doing is never the right thing and when you can throw that off and suddenly just start going do you know what I don't have to event I don't have to do x y and z if I don't want to I can just enjoy my horses if that's what I want to do right now is incredibly liberating and not just that it does give you back your love for the actual sport again so for me, that was the biggest thing. I was I felt for a long time this year, last year, that I was battling my own mind constantly going, I and I was constantly telling myself, you need to get back out of venting, you need to get back out of doing this, you need to get back out of doing that. And there was always that little voice going, but I don't want to, but I don't want to. And I was in this complete conflict, it felt, the whole time, um, because part of me was telling me I had to go out and do it, and the other part was saying I don't want to. And then... I suddenly realised that. I suddenly went, do you know what? I actually don't want to do it at the minute. And that's okay. Um, and so I found myself, find myself suddenly, particularly like these, like the last month or so, my motivation has just come flooding back. And it's like, do you know what? I want to start preparing for stuff. I want to start thinking about getting out. I want to start getting the horse's fist to compete again. And so for me, that's, you know, it taking a step back has proved, to be the best course of action for me it's not always for everybody but it definitely is for me because some people say that you can't get motivation without action so you need to start start putting the wheels in motion to become motivated well for me it's not because sometimes I can just wear myself down with that I have to with my riding anyway with the other things I have to pull it into action I have to push on through but I think with my riding it has to be about enjoying it I've got to enjoy my riding journey there's no yeah. point doing it, beating myself up and worrying and not and not enjoying the journey because the journey is 80% of it. 
and only 20% of it's the competing. So if you're not enjoying the journey, then you're not going to suddenly fall in love with the competing. Yeah. Someone actually tagged the tag. uh, I don't know if I think it was you or the podcast. Did you see that? And she said that 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 she had taken she actually I can't remember what but it was it was definitely that she was quoting you not me um and saying that you know when you stopped rushing and just enjoyed the journey it was so much better um so yeah like I I I really like that um I because I think I maybe get the kind of you need an action what was what did you say like to get motivation you've got to start with action motivation doesn't just for a lot of people and a lot of things motivation can't come until you start putting the wheels in motion and you start acting I guess that massively it depends on your personality type doesn't it because like like like, you know when motivation fails you consistency will always work and that and I do believe in that so I do believe that because I don't believe you can stay completely motivated all of the time. Yeah. So I do. If you have set yourself a goal um, and you are working towards it, your motivation starts dipping. Just staying consistent is always the best thing. So, you know, still going for your lessons, still just keeping the horses ridden. Yeah. Um, is always going to is always going to work in your favor. But I don't believe with horses in particular that you need to start the journey start being consistent if you're not motivated you've got to have that thing that you want to do if you haven't got it then it's absolutely fine do you know because it will come back it always does it'll always there'll always be something with a horse that will put the fire back in your belly might not be a competition might be oh another goal turns up but you know I was like oh I might like someone I know decided to try side saddle out of the blue and there'll always be something and she absolutely loves riding side saddle now she does all this stuff side saddle and I think there's, there's all with horses in particular there's always another challenge and always always something to put the fire back in you so I don't think that you always have to be balls to the wall or whatever it is going out all the time it feels like it sometimes and that's something that I struggled with this last year was it felt like I would open social media or whatever and I felt like I was the only one in the world who wasn't training and going here there and everywhere and going to all these competitions it was quite lonely for a while and then I thought do you know what it doesn't matter if I'm the only one's not doing it at the moment it's not the right thing for me to do yeah so yeah I was a bit kinder to myself and I've started enjoy- and as a result I am really enjoying the journey with both my boys again now yeah. really enjoying it so happy days. I think like self-care is so important isn't it and always feeling that you need to keep going isn't really allowing the room for that and actually sometimes if your motivation's gone it's maybe because you like body and brain are genuinely just saying like I need a little bit of a rest yeah 100% and sometimes it can be because you have worked really really hard and although we should try not to be results driven your results just aren't reflecting it and you just keep having these really shitter runs and whatever and that can just complete that can just make you that can knock your motivation. You can be like, why am I bothering? I'm putting all this work in and it just isn't working out for me. And sometimes some people will be some there's two courses of action there. You either go, well, I'll keep going, I'll train harder, I'll work harder, or you go, do you know what? I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to be a bit kinder to myself, a bit kinder to my horses, and just go back to it when I'm ready and I'm feeling stronger emotionally. Yeah. Mine so is you? kind of probably similar-ish. Um mine is I think I've definitely I've not probably learned it enough like Ben gets really really frustrated with me but I've definitely learned more to trust my own instinct and gut with Mm -hmm. my horses um I spend a lot of time like you know questioning well well they probably would do this or like they say that I probably should do this um and actually I think nine times out of 10, I know like what is best for me and my horses. And if that's taking it really slow, like for instance, with Bougie and I have a happier horse, yeah, then that's the, that's the right path for me. And that's not 
to say that he wouldn't go better for someone else and someone else wouldn't have him doing more quicker. But like, for me, I love seeing him really happy and I want him to want to do it. Um, and I think I, I'm probably, well, I am too soft on them sometimes. And like, but for me that it's no fun to do it any other way. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. And like, sometimes I feel like I'm being really faffy with, you know, like little things and like, I'll say, oh, I think they think I'm just being a real fanny. If I'm like, I just don't think this one likes this half pad or like, I just don't think this one quite likes this. But then when I change it and eventually find something and I'm like, oh, they're so much happier. And Ben's like, you see, why did, why do you always go back to like, it's probably me just being silly. Like I say that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, you, you can tell when they're not happy. Yeah. You know them, you know anyone. All right, and my last one is what are you most looking forward to for 2023? I mean, obviously this is not plans because horses fuck those right up. But yeah, I don't talk about making plans too much because we all know how that goes to shit. <clears throat> what Absolutely. am I looking forward to? Yeah. Well, the Cambridge Dragons have redone their meet, the one that I missed because oh, it got yeah. cancelled because of the weather. However, I'm now concerned that it's going to be too wet to run vids, but I'm going to look forward to it because at the moment I may still be going. So I'm looking forward to that. So I'm looking forward to that. I think Vince will love it. I think I will love it on him. It'll be amazing. I am looking very much forward to uh, bringing on Jazzy a bit more and hopefully getting him strong enough to get onto a cross-country course. And we'll see if that takes him eventing. Oh, my God, it's exciting. I know. When you look at it like that, it is really exciting times. I have also, um, with Vince, I am looking forward to now. So he's going to go up with the drag, drag hands. And again, I'm. he didn't go um, on a cross-country course at all last year. And I I just was thinking the other day about how, what, how much fun, when he's on board, it is going cross-country on him. Yeah. So... He will definitely go on a cross-country course again this year. And I can't wait, actually. I'm really looking forward to it. Having the time away from it has made me realise that I'm really looking forward to going out. And I don't know whether we'll affiliate. We might, we may remain unaffiliated for the time being. But again, I've got so much to look forward to. I've got two, two exciting horses for two very different reasons. And I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I keep it fun. So yeah. yeah. That's good. What about you? Um, what am I most looking forward to? Um getting back on mint. Um because like I wasn't on him very long, so I didn't get a real like, you know, get to know him. Yeah. Um, and I just so far, like what I see of him, I just I really like. Like he seems like such a good like brain. So I'm really excited to get back on him. Um, but he's really, he's weak. I think he needs longer off. Um, mm-hmm. Like I was, I took his rug off the other day and I was just showing him to Ben. And like, I don't want him to be chunk because obviously I know that that's not good for a young horse to be like carrying too much weight. But for me, like he couldn't stand to lose any weight and if yeah. I bring him into work he's going to so he needs to be carrying yeah. a bit more before I'm happy to bring him back in like he's just a real lean type and he's not stressy or yeah. anything like nothing fucking worries it um I don't, and Ben was like maybe he's grown I was like he hasn't really like he's quite small and he's just really like a petite type um but I think he's going to be something that's going to be a fucking walk and feed bill to be honest which I mean, fair enough, none of the others of the ages have been, so we're probably due one, but... Um, yeah, you do one. Yeah, My current three are really good, too. It's amazing. Oh, it's so That's good, isn't solo. it? I've been solos for years, and I used to hemorrhage money, honestly. Yeah. I'm, like, giving them, like, a handful of chaff and some pony nuts. I love it. These ones literally get, like, a handful of ready grass, handful of high-fiber cubes, a bit of microlized linseed, and then, like, the supplements. Mint is on sugar beet, conditioning cubes... <laughs> loads of ling- like linseed high fiber cubes ready grass nah, like a fucking rake <laughs> um 
Um, so yeah, I'm excited for that when it's fat enough to ride. And um, I am really excited to try and not still be jumping fucking 110s. I really want to jump a bigger class. I think I've told Manny, if he doesn't let me jump bigger on him, he's being selfish and unreasonable. Um, and I think he's taken that to heart. So I'm, I mean, I'm expecting big things. <laughs> um, and Pan is, Pan's ready. So that'd be good. I'm really, I genuinely, I'm really excited for, for like the new year. So that's good. Um, with that, shall we go on to our wanker of the weeks? Well, we're horse. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. Are you going on so me? We'll, oh, you go. I'll go. We'll get me out of the way, shall we? Okay. So after the great, the great horse escape, um, Vince I, needs his own soundtrack, um, doesn't he? Honestly, little <laughs> fuckers. And anyway, I can't believe Chance went as well. That horse is twenty-eight. Oh, like, bless come him. on, buddy. You're too old for this shit. Um, anyway, I um where they there was like a fence post, um, and I thought, right, I've had enough of this. And there was a bit that Vince I I suspected because when Vince jumps out, he sort of moves around the field, and then I sort of like he'll jump out over one area, and so then I make that bit so that he can't jump out, so then he moves to another area and he jumps yeah. out. So there was one bit where he jumped out on Christmas Day, and I hadn't really address the situation so when I was sorting out um the where they I was changing how the fence was so that I could electrify the bit that they pushed through I thought fuck it I'm also going to put in a really tall post here just wooden post with an insulator to stop Vince jumping out there as well I'm done I'm sick of these horses doing this so I was putting this trying to put these fence posts in it's like a really tall fence post and I had a post knocker yeah I lifted it up my fucking hands were wet I dropped it on my own head and I knocked myself out <gasps> I know I know so I came sort of to well I don't know how long I was out I don't think I was out for long I thought like just I was just in the field in this field mm. like down blood pissing at the top of my head I was oh like my oh my god so I myself up I was like crying so I went into the house my husband was trying to paint a bathroom ceiling and I went, he said, you know, like the film Carrie, and she's like coming all up. Like he said, it was a little bit like that. So obviously it'd been raining and the blood was all coming down me. And I was like crying. He's like, oh my God, what have you done? And I said, I knocked myself out with a post knocker. And he's like, how? And I went, I dropped it on my own head. He was like, how? And then I was like getting quite upset by it. And then I went, I wouldn't even mind. It's like, I only washed my hair yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> that was all I was bothered about. Um, anyway. I, I could remember everything, so there was no point me going to um, A and E. So you could just... remember dropping the fence, knocking yeah, on your head. I had no amnesia, whatever. Um, so and I mean, to be honest, me. you don't want to have to go to A and E and tell them you fence knocked yourself. Dropped a whole fence on my knock on my head. They're fucking heavy. Um, those things, like that, would have hurt like oh an my... absolute bastard. No, oh, and I'd had it right at the top of my. Oh my god, it just slipped out of my hands. Um, anyway, so I was I wasn't then allowed to carry on doing the fencing. So I'm sort of I'll help you the next tomorrow do it. But um, I was a little bit sleepy for a couple of days. But yeah, I was fine. I was fine. But yeah, I think that's quite a thing to do. Honestly, nobody's being that. That's no. That's like that's really bad. But also, like I I think it's the fact it's that such you- a me thing. It's the fact that you were knocking a fence post in and instead you did it to your own head. It's it's like what you'd see on Tom and Jerry, Not isn't it? Literally, literally, like, or like Roadrunner. That's what Sam's about. He said a bit like Roadrunner when, like, if you're trying to catch the Roadrunner and you drop, like, an anvil. Yeah. They were just using the that they, like, on him and stuff. <laughs> and then you'll get, like, a massive, like, lump out of your head. I'm not even being funny. I'm quite thin. Good job I didn't hammer myself into the ground, really. No, like, exactly. You can imagine, like, Vin's coming to jump next time and you're just... <laughs> I'll be there for all the Yeah, jump me now. I'm your new fence post. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. Well, my... Best day. No, my wanker of the week, I feel a bit guilty, in fairness, but actually I feel less guilty now you've used that one. 
um, I'm going to, I haven't asked my sister, but I'm going to nominate my sister. So um, my sister is just like the luscious person ever, bless her. So I actually, this is why I feel really guilty because she just doesn't deserve this to happen to her. She's so lovely. She has waited because of COVID to go traveling in Australia. Um, but obviously like the year that she finished uni, it was COVID and then COVID again. And anyway, eventually she's got over to Australia and she's been there maybe like four weeks. And she was filming a TikTok dance. Wasn't even a current one. I don't know what she was doing. You know, that one where people used to do that one where you like do your, your feet with another person's feet. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, at the start yeah like i don't know what she was thinking in retro anyway she's she fell over and she's broken her ankle in three places oh Oh, no yeah um so she had to be taken obviously to hospital and then she's now had to go back like my uncle lives there she's had to go back to my uncle's and she's having surgery actually now she'll be in surgery um because it's a really really bad break um she's like she broke it and displaced it um so it's been pinned and plated um and then she's coming back home (laughs) oh god Oh, poor thing. I know. Australia's not go back. She can always go back. Yeah, bless her. I mean, she's she's also just done um 24 hours nil by mouth because she did like the 12 hours nil by mouth and then they got really busy. So they kept being like, Well, we're gonna get to you, we're gonna get to you, we're gonna get to you, and they never got to her. So then they said so oh. they they let her eat for two hours and then she had to go back on nil by mouth to do surgery the next day. Um, <laughs> oh no. She's having a proper shitter. All for a TikTok dance. What? Social media's got a lot of bad for on it. Oh. I like the way as well you say that. Because like, oh, it wasn't even a current one either. I mean, if it had been a trend one, that would have been absolutely fine completely acceptable to break your ankle doing that but not not one of these ones that's like Anna that was really that was ages ago like what are you thinking she's like like, that's not really the primary concern right (laughs) she's wasting away from being on an episode with an agony ankle agony you're like why were you doing that one? <laughs> I know you could at least have done something cool. Um, so that's mine, bless her. I hope she never listens to this because she'll be most annoyed. Um, our listener, I, I don't know if I've done this one. If if I've done this before, will you tell me? Um, remember, on the bang on the head, don't forget. Yeah, I've had plenty with falling off. If if we've done it before, I'm sorry, but anyway. Um, so this is Amy McGarvey. Um, and she said her horse has been on a jumping ban for the past two years due to being an absolute deranged crackpot and pretty much shattering my confidence. We've been riding dressage for the past couple of years and both really enjoying it. But part of me was longing to try a little jumping again. We started back having some lessons and my horse was awesome. We were doing real. We were both really happy to be back doing a little bit of popping around. So I decided to put on my big girl pants and enter for a local clear round show jumping competition at the whopping height of crossbows. Not going to lie, I was positively ill at the thought of it, but I powered on, made it to the show. My faithful steed was half asleep when I got him ready at the venue. Meanwhile, I was fighting back nervous vomit. My fabulous friend who joined me was doing her best to settle my nerves, but it was even a battle just to get mounted as my legs were shaking so badly that I couldn't balance on the mounting block to get on. Finally on board and still fighting the nervous vomits, my horse plods onwards towards the direction of the ring. He was so good, he genuinely didn't give two shits about the state I was in and just moseyed on. A quick warm-up, we were ready to go in the ring, and my darling of a horse trotted into the first fence like a saint, and I realised that I couldn't hold back the nervous vomit anymore. 
Now, this is where I remembered there was a best turned out prize. And was I hell going to destroy my chances of winning it after spending hours getting him sparkling? So I held the puke in my mouth and mustered on. It swirled all around in my mouth between fences one and eight. While my saint of a horse got on with his job and carried me round foot perfect. I was overjoyed to have made it round alive and let out and let alone clear and let out a celebratory whoop of delight upon crossing the finish line and forgot said nervous puke was still there. Oh! Needless to say, we did not win best turned out and I had the most horrendous heartburn for the rest of the day after holding the puke in for so long. Oh, poor thing. That's the worst. Was she sick on her own horse? She just like clean the sick off your, clean the sick off your horse. I feel I sorry for the horse me. because I feel like he's like so he's gone really chill about the whole thing, and he's carried her around. He's given her like a, a clear round, and he's like, and now she fucking pukes on me. Like I've given no reason. I've given not an inch of a reason for her to be nervous. I could not have performed my part any better. All she had to do was just not vomit on me. <laughs> and then she threw that throw up. That'd be what um, poor um, Seb's rocking horse would be going through by the sounds of it in your family. <laughs> they, both, they both understand how it feels i know i think I've it's pleased out. to be wearing the hanky hat at the minute it's like it's for the best protect the mane at all yeah. costs 100 can you hear that that's my dog so i'm in the funny five minutes outside the door i can't hear them you know them thundering around rupert's chasing trevor nor will stop oh, i heard that in a minute like settle so down like, rupert and trevor start running around they run around in circles and then Nora, you'll start hearing barking in a minute. She does what we call fun sponging. Yeah. Because it's too much fun. So she starts shouting at them to stop stop having fun, basically. So they'll be running round and round and she just stands in the middle parking. Yeah. Like, it'll end in tears. Exactly. Someone will get hurt. <laughs> Usually when we try to watch a film, this will be happening. Every time. They're little fuckers they are for it. Anyway, sorry to distract you. Let's go back to vomiting on horses, shall we? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've never if I horse. vomit on Bougie one day, I think he deserves it. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. He would I be furious. Imagine, like if I got vomit on his hair, he would be. I think about. It. To be fair, though, you know, you'll say you, it would get him back. It wouldn't though, because he would double down. Yeah, that's true. He would a hundred percent double down that horse. He'd be frightened of something landing on his shoulder, and so then I'd be like ejected at high speed as he was like, "Something's just bitten me on the shoulder." <laughs> like I wanted, like what a horse's reaction is to being someone being sick on them is like, would it frighten them? It's like Vince will spook if I fart. What's that? I go, "Oh, sorry, mate, I just trouble." Um, so I wonder if I was sick on him, what his reaction would be there. Yeah, like, you know, when you're riding, like, a really sharp one or a young one and you need to sneeze and you're like, I'm going to die, I'm going to die. And you're trying to be like... See, I've never... None of mine have reacted to a sneeze. I don't know if they get some sort of warning from, like, the the way you breathe, but I have had them spook by farts. I don't know I've ever... I don't know I've ever known one spook at that, but sneeze not many and often I've been surprised when I thought this one's gonna go yeah. and it doesn't yeah but there's definitely been a couple where they're like fuck and you're like <laughs> your life like flashes before your eyes yeah I, but yeah I've never I've never vomited yet I mean definitely I would say this time that oh yeah 100% probably bougie's bougie's show will I would imagine if I'm just sick in my mouth and not actually out of my mouth, I think we'll take that as a win, to be honest. He could knock every single fence down and I'll come out and I'll be like, we've won, we've, we've won, everyone. People will be like, she's really happy considering she's demolished the course. To be fair, you said bougie is all about the small wins. <laughs> it's all about wins. I mean, so, some of them are going to be microscopic, those wins. But, you know, you'll take them. You'll take them. 
Oh. Yeah. On that note, I think we'll probably leave it there. Poor Bougie. He gets an absolute yeah. rinsing on this podcast. He was a he was a really good boy as well. He's been like, he's been such a good boy the last few days, and Pan's been an absolute twat. And I feel like poor Bougie's sure. had a rinsing. Maybe but maybe that's why he's behaving himself because he's heard that we're giving him rinsing on the podcast. If we suddenly maybe. stop, you want to because I think I think he quite likes being the star of the podcast. Yeah, he would. He would like that. Yeah. So stop it. If we stop being quite so famous, then he wouldn't like it. Maybe That's you need Vince to went. talk. Yeah, maybe you need to talk more about Vince. Maybe he feels he's not famous yeah. enough. A little John, and oh yeah, she's she's not. We're not famous enough anymore. Mm. We'll show her. We'll make ourselves social media viral. Uh, He'll be go. like, you know, when in little villages, every it's like the talk of like the butchers and the pub and like the pubs. Oh, <laughs> about me now. Then. <laughs> I'm not going into Mole Valley to get my horse feed for a couple of weeks yet. Because they'll be like, are you, are you the lady with no, the... I, I, I'm going to wear a wig. Because <laughs> the hair will give it away. Or just a, a t-shirt with a picture of Vince and then, yes, I own the horse that escapes. <laughs> Wanker. <laughs> I'm going to go now, actually, to be fair. He's got me anxious. <laughs> wait, 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 I hope everyone had a lovely new year. Yeah. Um, lots of fun to come, and we'll speak to you soon. All right, thank you so much for listening. Bye.